everybody. Thanks for tuning in with another, for another episode of PRI Talk. Um, always appreciate you guys hopping on and listening. Um, this week, really excited to have uh, Hugh and Steph on the podcast and talking a little bit about um, their past and history with volleyball. Um, having some technical issues, apparently, these last couple weeks. Uh, last week with Aaron and all the clicking and uh, this week on the recording with Hugh and Steph, there was a little bit of a, a lag. And so it, it sounds like we're talking over each other and I, um, we both, we are, are all kind of timing is a little bit off. So I apologize for that. Not a whole lot I can do about that, unfortunately, um, just kind of the way things go. So, um, but thank you guys for listening again. And um, we're actually going to take a couple weeks off from the podcast uh, over the holidays. So uh, tune again, tune in again uh, when we uh, flip the calendar over to January and the new year. Um, got a lot of stuff that I uh, definitely am going to be talking to you guys about um, with the new recruiting season and all that. So um, so have a great holiday. Have a great Christmas. Um, enjoy this podcast episode with Hugh and Steph. And um, thanks again for listening. Okay, well, thank you uh, guys for joining me. Um, I've got Hugh and Steph um, on the phone, and uh, we are talking about why we love volleyball, um, and for some of us, why we still love volleyball, and why we're uh, why, why we stay connected to um, this sport. So, wanted to have uh, Hugh sure and Steph on and get their perspective a little bit. So, thank you guys for for joining me. Hey, um, so. First thing I wanted to to mention and talk about was um, I think you guys have an interesting perspective because you guys have, and for as long as I've known you anyway, and, and probably um, a long time before then, you guys have been coaching together. Um, so not only are you still coaching, but you guys work together and coach together um, in in volleyball. So can you guys kind of talk about uh, you know how that started and how it's you know, maybe changed it's, over the you know, years. Just kind of talk about you guys I coaching volleyball really together. I a time where volleyball hasn't been part of what we do, you know? And so as long as we have um, been together, we've been coaching together. And so yeah. it is probably pretty unique there. You know, there are a handful of, you know, college married couples that are, um, coaching together and probably more than we realized when we first got into the industry. Um, but no, it's, it's, it's crazy because I don't know, you know, we, we've been doing this together now mm -hmm. for over 20 years and, um, it's, it's, it's a unique, I think it's a unique, um, perspective for us. I think a lot of people, when we were coaching at the college level, they're, um, they were surprised that we could work together and stay together. Um, but actually I think that's, I think that's the only way we could, I mean, and as, as you know, <laughs> you know the, the college profession is a real grind and you make very, very large, um, family sacrifices and really us yeah. working together was, I think what kept our relationship, you know, fueled. And, um, I mean, it obviously gives you something to talk about all the time and you do bring it home and you people say you shouldn't and it's impossible not to you just you know and it's actually i thought it helped us as you know as a staff is that we had access to each other all the time and so i i think it was yeah i think it was it was a 
was good when we were at that level. And now, you know, All running, the running, running the club going into year four, um, you know, it's, it's, it's nonstop around here. Our daughter plays and our son was playing until he didn't have the opportunity to do any, do it anymore. Cause they don't have it at the high school level. Um, but yeah, it's, he's baseball. Yeah. He's doing travel baseball and, and he, um, he's playing baseball now, right? He'll be, pretty, pretty competitively. Uh, high school next, um, next year. And so, yeah, he's getting big and playing at a pretty competitive level, wow. which is, um, fun to watch him progress. He really wishes he could play volleyball, but um, there's just not a lot of that, as you know. Yeah. <laughs> I just like um, coaching yeah. like together yeah. because I think not a lot of options. You know, we both had the same I, like goal, like we were going to succeed, and so having somebody in your corner that supports that, um, you know, through all the hard times, and um, you know, I, that's what I liked because I could go to Hugh knowing he had my, you know, best interest in mind. And that was to try to be as successful as we could with whatever we were doing. And, um, you know, sometimes I think you get that you can find yourself a really good assistant. But, um, you know, I think that's what I, I like, like, he's not gonna, you know, feed me any bowl, I guess. Um, he's gonna put it out there. But I, I think we also um, talk each other off the ledge sometimes too, you know, like, so when he is, things are going, aren't going well, I'm like, okay, we got this. Let's recircle. Let's, let's, you yeah. know, reset and same thing when I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a disaster. What are we doing? He'll do the same thing. So I think, I think that's why it's worked for us so well. And then we're very different with how we, with, with who we are. I mean, he's very patient and I'm not. And so we balance, we just balance each other very, very well. And so that's why, um, you know, I think it works well and he's really, really good. And in, in some of the things that I'm not very yeah. good in and, and, and vice versa. So, um, you know, yeah, 20 some years later, we're still doing this and, and still married. So it's great. What, um, ha, as far as you guys have, as coaches, um, I mean, obviously, you know, cause we're always getting better at our job as coaches, or at least we should be, um, where where has been kind of the the most growth for you guys as coaches over the years like have you guys switched roles as far as who was you know good at this and who was good at this and and um what what has been some of the growth and kind of change as you guys have been coaching together the last 20 years um, and you can talk about you know the, the sports specific or just that, in as long as we've been coaching together we've pretty much had different titles and um you know when we were when we started out at Harden Simmons um as as I guess our own program I was the head coach and Steph was, and I didn't even have a I didn't have an assistant there that was a division three school and Steph was our volunteer assistant um but there the roles were very similar to what they are what they were when we finished up at at Clemson I mean I, I so you know she she's a big voice in the gym and she gets our players and pushes them to the to the next level um and i'm kind of more analytical and i'll i'll put in my things here and there and i think you know where we work so well together is that i can just kind of give her a look or whatever and whatever we have planned we can kind of change it on the fly because i'll be like no i, no, I don't like this and, and it's obviously with these things that we talk about ahead of time but <laughs> if a drill is not working or i want to add something a lot of times it's literally just a look like, all right, let's get out of this and sure. move on or, 
Um, so when we were at Harden Simmons, it was that way. When we got to Ball State, um, you know, we were both assistants with Dave Booz. Um, and so that was, I think, a little bit, a little bit different for us as we were both um, assistants. And um, I had a bigger role in that program in like recruiting. Um, but then when we were at Northwestern State, we were co-head coaches. And it was interesting when, um, when Greg Burke, the athletic director, who's still there, uh, when Greg was, when we were going through the, um, through the hiring process and the interview process, um, he was interviewing me as the head coach. And I told everybody right up front that I said, you know, Steph is going to be on my staff. We work very, very well together. And, you know, for, for them, for Northwestern States, a school in Louisiana, they have, um, they've got nepotism laws that don't allow, you know, spouses to evaluate other spouses. And, um, and so, you know, he, he approached me and he was very tentative about yeah. it. And he said, you know, I don't know, you know, you know, I like the idea, but are you okay with, you know, with just co-head coaches and would that be okay? And I think he was approaching it like I had this massive ego and I was like, well, whatever, whatever makes it work, you know, we're, our roles are going to be the same. If, if she needs to be the head coach and I'm the assistant, things yeah, won't change yeah. that way. So, um, so our roles there remain the same. When we got to Clemson, the roles were the same. Um, and, and so I think we, you know, those roles developed because as Steph was saying, we both have very different strengths. Um, and, and so that's where, uh, it, when we kind of look back and see how things have mm-hmm. grown in terms of how we handle programs, um, and where, how we handle programs, I guess, at the college level, those roles didn't change. Now here with the club, um, it's pretty similar. I mean, there's obviously not a recruiting element to it. Um, I guess there's some and there's some, you know, you know putting out an image and, and, and sharing who you are uh, as a club. I think that's important. I think that's probably more false. Yeah, the branding. Thank you. That's a be- much better word. Um, the branding. And so like, that's, that's sure. something that, you know, that heavily falls on me and a lot of the communication with um, the parents and, and that kind of stuff falls on me. Um, and then a lot of the gym stuff, you know, we share that, but I think a, a good portion of that goes, you know, more heavily towards, towards Steph because she's just, she's really good at it. She's a great trainer. Um, I think I'm okay, but I think she's, she's better. a good trainer. It. Don't let him fool you. He just doesn't have a very loud voice like I do. I'm not as boxy as her. He's he's patient. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm the I'm the best. <laughs> and you're not. Yeah. Yeah. I sometimes when you're training, you, you right. Yeah. Sometimes when you're training, you can't have patience. You gotta you gotta get it done right. So. What um Steph, tell me this. Like what in coaching all of these years, like has anything. Um, what, what drew you to volleyball in the beginning? Um, and, and, you know, are, are those still the same things that draw you to volleyball now? Like, what is it about the sport? Yeah, um, well, I, you in the beginning, engaged, I don't really remember what drew me um, you know, to it. I just remember, I mean, back in the day, we didn't have all this crazy club stuff. I mean, I think <laughs> in the state of Wisconsin, there was two club volleyball programs to choose from. Yeah. Um, and thankfully, both of them were within a, a area that I could get to. Um, but honestly, I don't remember how I got into it. I just know um, I was at a school and um, I was 
a decent athlete um, as a female. And so I played a lot of the, um, you know, middle school sports. Um, and for whatever reason, we wanted to play volleyball. My dad had to coach me because we didn't have a coach. And I actually just heard the story the other day from a friend of mine um, who was talking to my dad about it. And apparently he had no idea what he was doing. Apparently he bought some book and was reading about volleyball. It's like, oh my God, I had no idea. Um, but I'm a pretty competitive <laughs> per, uh, person. Um, and so I think, you know, looking back, yeah. I don't think at the time I realized this, um, okay. but I loved, you know, competing. I loved, you know, fighting to try to find a way to win. Um, and that honestly still drives me today. Like I compete in everything that I do. I compete, you know, I'm to get home and before Hugh. I mean, it's literally, it's weird. It's just a crazy, it, it drives me. I want to be the best. Um, and so, you know, that's, that's, <laughs> you know, I guess in all the things that we've do that have done, that keeps me going. Like I don't want to be in the corporate world. I did that after I was done playing college volleyball, I went out into the real world and it was awful. Um, and I was like, how great would it be to be able to, you know, um, come back into the gym and coach and be around it. And, you know, I always felt like it was very important um, to kind of give back to the yeah. sport. Um, and I would always talk about like, you know, in the recruiting process, when we would meet with recruits at the different colleges we were at, um, you know, there were a lot of people that would talk about their volleyball experiences and that they weren't very good. Um, and I had a good volleyball experience. I mean, I had my, you know, it wasn't perfect. Um, you know, I had my bumps in the road along the way, but I did enjoy it in every, you know, in every program that I was in. Um, and I would do anything to go back. And so I felt like it was important for me to try to help create that for other athletes, because I just don't think it was happening a lot. Um, and, you know, the other thing is like all these people, you know, play yeah. and, you know, you go and there's, there's like my dad, he had no idea what he was doing, but he was just trying to give us an opportunity. And so that's where for me, I have learned from a lot of great people. I have a lot of great volleyball experience. Um, I think it's my job to give back to our sport, you know, and give back to our athletes because if we didn't do it, who's going to, you know, and then you have the dads of the world who are going to try and that's great. But at the end of the day, the kids don't kind of learn, you know, the sport like they need to. So yeah, um, yeah that's, I don't know if I answered your question or not, but that's kind of my story, I guess. No, that's great. That's perfect. Yeah. What, um, Hugh, is it, is it something kind of, you know, similar for you? I mean, you kind of said you're a little bit more of an analytical person. So is, is, is what keeps you connected to the sport more yeah, analytical or like, what, it, what is it? A lot like Steph is I was super competitive. Um, and I enjoyed the competition part. I enjoyed as, yeah. as a coach, I would, I, I enjoyed growing as a coach and that was the competitive goal for me was to become and learn as much as I could from as many great coaches as I could soak up, whether that was volleyball or basketball or whoever I was in a gym with. Um, and then, you know, I think, you know, and I think when it kind of, when we got to some higher levels and we got to Ball State and Northwestern State and Clemson, we got kind of more into, you know, scouting and I think we honestly developed a much better way of training athletes and and so that kind of fueled me about halfway through my college career 
Um, and then, you know, we really, we, you know, we burnt out on the college level. It was, it was just exhausting, um, mostly dealing with administrators. You know, that was the toughest part um, yeah. for us. And those, you know, towards the back end of it was, you know, to, to have a great program, sometimes you need everybody kind of pulling in the right direction. And we didn't have that at our last school. And so, um, so that kind of burnt me out. And then when we got to, you know, when we got to where we are now with, with the club and coaching young athletes, that was a huge refresher for me. Like the first team that I coached after being the head coach at Clemson was an 11U team with like two 11-year-olds and the rest were like nine and 10. And so they're rolling around underneath ball carts and trying to steal my whistle. And I mean, everything <laughs> yeah. that doesn't happen in a college gym was happening. <laughs> yeah. So, so it was, I mean, it was, you know, I, yeah, I, yeah, it doesn't I do love being around kids. Yeah. I love watching yeah. them grow. I have fun with them. Um, so I think that kind of refueled me. And so now, you know, we are, we're now getting to the point with the club that we're getting some highly competitive athletes that we're able to do a lot of the things that we did with some, you know, some of our college athletes in terms of just watching film and breaking down film and um, with them individually or as a team. And so I really do enjoy that. I think, um, I think I've learned from some very good people along the way and figured out, figured out some things on my own that I feel like as Steph said, I need to share. And that's kind of where a big strength of mine is. Um, but it, it's funny, just, you know, two nights ago, we went to a, a, a high school match here, a, a state regional match. And um, I, I think it kind of, you know, kind of hit me there. What really keeps me fueled through this is a lot of the relationships that you build. And you know, a lot of coaches will talk about that. And some coaches, I think that's just lip service. And, um, you know, really for me, we, we walk into that gym and we've only been here for three years and you know, the relationships that we formed with a lot of these parents and the players and the players, you know, running across the gym to say hi. And um, like, I really, that's, that's the part that I really love now is, is developing those relationships. And I like it now yeah. at the club level, because we're going to be able to, we don't lose those kids after three years or four years, you know, they're with us for a while and we get to watch them grow, you know, physically sure. and, and, you know, in terms of their maturity in the game and just their maturity off the court. And so that's really fun is to see where, you know, our kids that started with us from the, from the beginning and where they are at now and kind of going back and we've got like old film that we watch. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe, you know, this is only just a couple of years ago, but you know, it's, it's, it's really, you know, and I think this is, you know, what I enjoyed most about the college level towards the end was the relationships with those athletes and the relationships with, you know, people like you as people within the coaching profession that I got to see on the weekends when we were out recruiting and you develop so many relationships um, that way. And there's so many good people um, in the sport and, and friends that you have literally across the country that, you know, I, you know, I'll go out now and, and, every tournament that I'm at, you know, I see yeah. somebody or um, get to catch up with somebody. I kind of miss that from the college coaching side. It's really honestly the only thing I miss is seeing my friends when I was out recruiting. Um, so that, that's good that I can, you know, that I still get to kind of do that and stay in touch. And, and, <laughs> but, yeah. uh, but I think, you know, for me, it's really turned into what, what the kind of the community and the, um, and the culture and the family that we, that we've kind of, been able to build you know wherever we were at you know whether that's school or, or or now um at the club level 
No, I, I think it, you talked about the the 10, 11 year olds trying to steer a whistle and stuff like that. When I when I got out of college and the the sixteens team that I had right away, um, they made this little video of um, Jason's like top five pet peeves or something like that. I can't remember. It was like or biblerisms or so, I can't remember what they called them in the video, but. And it, it was right. like, they're obviously making fun of the things that I would either make them do or like not let them do or, you know, right. say, and, um, it was, it was so funny cause it was spot on. And, and it was like, um, I've known right. these girls for all of mm-hmm. like three months. I mean, the, the club season is really short and it was, it was fun for me to be in a situation where they, right like knew me so well after such a short time. Um, and I, and I see that, I see that video every year It pops up now on my whatever Facebook feed. And I just, I sit and watch it like five or six times and I laugh, um, because it's so funny. And some of the, some of the things that they, uh, uh say on there are like, literally they happened like exactly that way. <laughs> and it's just, it's just fun. Like, and, and it's, and it's one of those things, you know, we kind of joke, like, obviously, you know, your college kids aren't trying to steal your, steal your whistle in the middle of practice. Um, but you know, you, you add like the, 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 um, the competitive level, the, the administration, the, the, um, the, uh, the gosh, just the, the difficulty of like volleyball at that level. Um, it does suck a lot of the fun out of it and it can, it can really, I mean, like you said, it can, it can burn you out. Um, you know, I think, I think there's a little bit of that for, for both of us. Um, what, what have been maybe some of your, um, and, and both of you guys can, can answer this question. What have been maybe some of your, I'm sure you got a lot of them, but like favorite <laughs> moments, right? Like, I think we've all got those, um, you know, coaching is hard. Coaching has a lot of ups and downs. Um, but just like in golf, like you hit that one drive off the tee that's good and you're like yes um i'm gonna keep playing this for the rest of the day and then the rest of your rest of your um you know shots suck the rest of the day but that one shot like keeps you going that one keeps you keeps you coming back um like what what have been some of the like just awesome memories and moments um for you guys kind of kind of over the years of of coaching i'm going to guess that they're probably going to be could you could have the same ones as well but there's two well there's a lot um, but there's one that sticks out when we were both coaching at the schools that we, the school that we played at Wisconsin Whitewater. Um, we were in, I know it was a very long time ago, but we were in a semifinal match against, um, was it Juniata? And we had a, a player who was pretty good, um, but she was just little, she's kind of six rotation uh, outside, uh, didn't kill it a lot. Um, but her ball control was pretty elite at the time, from what I remember. Um, and she had no business. She's a three-time All-American. Yeah, she was because of her ball control. Um, <laughs> she, we were down in the fifth set. I don't remember the score. Eight-three. My husband will remember. He's good at this. And um, she went back to the service line, and she just took over. And her ball control. <laughs> I mean, she just she just took over, and we ended up winning that match. And I'll never forget that. And what she did and how we always talk about kind of flipping a switch, right? Like you can see these athletes all of a sudden just turn it on. And so um, she flipped the switch 
Um, and yeah. that was a big time uh, moment that I remember. Yeah. Um, and it was a pretty fun experience. It was at home. Um, now we went and that was a semifinal. And I think we got, huh? Oh yeah, that that is when we won the national championship. Yeah, that got us to the championship game and, and won us a national championship um, against Wash U, right? Yeah. So again, he was better at the memories than I am as far as the details within the memories. But then my other memory is when we were at Northwestern State, um, and that was a program <laughs> that had never been good in like its thirty-eight year history um, of being Division One. And you know, we went there on a visit uh, when we were in the interview process. Yeah. And we're like, oh, this we can recruit this. This is a nice little town and a nice campus and all the other sports yeah and all the other sports are winning yeah um you know or had success winning so like yeah we can do this and then when we took the job everyone's like oh my god you just created you know you just um career suicide is what they're telling us i was like oh my god what do we just do you know and and um you know all these great programs there's sfa and texas state was in there at the time um you know we're like oh my and and, um you got some other schools lamar was great at the time Mm -hmm. But anyways, SFA was a big rival of ours. And so we had, you know, in, in two or three years, I forgot exactly again when it was, but we ended up being uh, beating SFA um, in the conference championship to go on and, and get into the NCAA tournament. And so that was a moment. There's a picture that somebody snapped of, um, yeah. of match point, And it was like me on my knees celebrating and the girls jumping up. I mean, it was just it's a moment I'll never, ever forget. And, and that was probably um, as a coach our like my best moment and probably Hugh's best moment because it's just something that no one <laughs> said could be done. And we did with a bunch of kids that nobody else were recruiting, you know? And so that's, yeah, that's for me, one of the ones that stick out for sure. Hugh? Hugh? Sure. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, you know, it's very similar to stuff. I think, you know the championships always stick out but they stick out to me because of um everything that was involved in getting those teams to that level so you know whether that was the national championship at wisconsin whitewater so when we first started coaching there whitewater was always a very good program um and i I, you know i think over i was there for you know nine seasons between as a student assistant and a grad assistant and then full-time eventually um, but that was to help elevate that program to a point where they could win a national championship. So when you win those championships, you look back at the people that contributed to those. Um, and I can remember turning around, we had a national player of the year, uh, Allison Erickson, um, the year before we won a national championship. She's a senior and fantastic player, had a twin sister who was just as good. And I was kind of, I was a position coach for, for Alice. And I can remember when we won that national championship, turning around in the crowd and looking for her and looking for that alumni group to kind of share that national championship moment with, because that's, that's exciting. And it's hard, <clears throat> hard for them at the same time, because they built it, you know, and to be able to share that and, and reflect on where the program came. And then, you know, yeah. Harden Simmons, we were there for three seasons and that was, you know, we, we, I think as a lot of coaches, you end up, in rebuilding um, types of situations, not many people are fortunate enough to take over for a winning program. Um, but like at Hart and Simmons, they hadn't, you know, they hadn't been, um, they hadn't been over 500 in like 15 years before we got there. And by the third year, I can remember, you know, playing in the, in the NCAA tournament and winning a conference championship there. And same thing for with Steph was beating um, Stephen F. Austin and then 
Central Arkansas was the championship. It's funny because she she kind of points to these semifinal matches, and those were actually the bigger battles for us when we win when we won those championships. Was you know we beat SFA in the semis, and it was Central Arkansas in the final, and that was compared to the SFA match, um, still very tough, and we were very you know very disciplined to to be able to win that and played very well. But the SFA match was a was a brutal one, and then. Um, so like, I remember like playing in the NCAA tournament being at Texas and having yeah. our kids put up a really, really nice competitive fight against Texas and making them take timeouts in front of, you know, six, seven, 8,000 people, whatever they have, um, in, in Gregory gym and how many, how are they, how many, how many they can pack into that gym. <laughs> um, but to, that was a, you know, we lost that in three, but you know, there was a, there's a season ticket yeah. holder that found us afterwards. He's like, we've never seen a first round match like this at Texas. Like usually, you know, they unload the bench and it's not worth coming to. And they're like, you made him take timeouts and he didn't get to play his bench. And so you take a lot of pride in, in your athletes and what they were able to accomplish. And that year we lost our best player in yeah. you know, the fourth weekend. And um, so to, to kind of reinvent ourselves that year, um, you know, just to see the, the work and, and the effort that, everybody puts in whether that's the coaching staff and, and the athletes and their support people like that's that that's kind of you know for me where um you know some of the memories that stick out <clears throat> i think from club you know we have just just where we come in the last year when we started we had three teams and we were running free clinics and having like five people show up and nobody knew who the heck we were they didn't know who skyline <laughs> was because we're not in texas yeah and, you know, we're kind of in a remote volleyball type of area, um, <laughs> but, you know, yeah. to have you know, 200 people at tryouts this past year and run a college coaches camp with Penn State, Marquette, App State there and, and a full gym. Like those are moments that sweet. Um, I enjoy the building portion of it and, and seeing where we've where we've come. And um, so I think those are the moments that usually stick out for me. Yeah, the, the growth, the growth piece of it, I think, is cool. Like. Um, you know, I can remember, and, and you guys, um, were, were around wow. for some of this with me, like the, you know, finishing 12th out of 13 teams, um, my first year. And then, you know, the next year finishing above 500, um, in conference and finishing fourth overall, um, like that, that growth from, from that season to the, to the, to, you know, the season before to that season, um, was huge. And, you know, you just remember like, the, yeah. the looks on, yeah. on the faces of those kids that were there for both. And it's just, you know, it, it's, it's a huge kind of moment for them. And, you know, we didn't, we weren't able to go to the, the conference tournament or anything like that um, those years, but it was you know, <laughs> finishing, finishing nine and seven, finishing um, 11 and five, like finishing above right. 500 when you, when you barely won two, three games the years before, um, like those, those memories and those, and that, that growth piece of it, I think is really cool. And I know for me, like, um, you know, Steph, you said you were in the real world. I tried to get in the real world. I, you know, <laughs> as a head division one volleyball coach, I apparently have zero life skills and, um, can I, I applied for so many different jobs and apparently, uh, coaching is not, not, uh, very marketable. Um, but, but got, you know, got back into volleyball and it's been fun for me. Like, you know, those kids that I coached at 16s when I first got out of coaching college, I mean, they're freshmen in, in college now. And I remember them when they were 16 and coaching them and, and training them and working with mm -hmm. them. And it's fun to see them 
um, you know, now playing at that level. And I think that growth um, and that change in the development that, that we see in our athletes as coaches, um, I definitely think that's something that, that keeps yeah, us. There's always, there's always um, a new challenge locked in. Um, that's what I, I like mean, about I know it does for me. The so. profession, whether that's an individual athlete and helping them, you know, unlock something yeah. in their game or whether it's building a program, a complete program that you can, you know, be very proud of and, and have people that are a part of your organization that are also as proud. Like that's, yeah, that's, that's why we keep doing this and we'll continue to do it for a while. All right. Well, Hey, I think that was perfect. Thanks guys. Um, appreciate the time. I don't really have any other questions and I'm, I'm sure if we, if we got a little bit off topic, we'd probably keep going going for another 30 minutes, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah. You, you give us, you give me volleyball and, and someone's talked to you about it. And I, you know, we could talk forever. Um, so, uh, so yeah, thank you guys for, for being on. I really appreciate the the time. And I know you guys are, are busy and crazy down there in, in Florida. So, um, so ho- hopefully the, the club keeps going. I hope the, uh, the growth and stuff continues for you guys down there. Cause you're, um, you. definitely two people that are, that are fantastic you. at your job. So, so keep it up. Well, good luck to you too. All right. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you would like more tips, updates, or recruiting assistance, go to my website, privolleyball.com. Check out my blog or reach out to me directly if you have any other questions. You can also find me on social media on Facebook and Instagram at Parallel Recruiting Initiative. If you need specific recruiting help, I have a couple different ways I can help you. Please reach out to me on my website or social media. Thanks for listening. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. If you have found this podcast interesting, helpful, or beneficial, or you're just a huge fan of myself, then please think about donating to the PRI Talk podcast. I would love to continue bringing you recruiting advice, as well as information on current and volleyball events, and your support can definitely help make that happen.